Because someone has to say it. It's time for Inez Says. And we welcome you to the Inez Says podcast here in the WDBO app. Appreciate you being here today. If you like the pod, tell a friend. If you hate it, tell two friends. Misery loves company, right? I'm getting a lot of great feedback on the pod, and I'm having a lot of fun doing it, so let's keep it rolling. Well, here we are, two weeks out from Election Day. If you pay attention to the polls, they will tell you that Joe Biden is out in front of President Trump. But after what we all experienced four years ago, uh, I don't know how many people trust the polls right now. Let's head to the White House right now and chat with the press secretary of the Trump presidential reelection campaign. Hogan Gidley joins us right now. And Hogan, appreciate your time, man. I So much to get into. First, let me ask you about the president and the state of Florida We all know it's very, very important. Last week he was here twice up in Sanford and he was in Ocala. I know Kamala Harris has been here this week. We all know how important Florida is to this election. But could the state of Florida, Hogan, uh, and perhaps even Central Florida, could we decide this election? Absolutely. I think we're doing uh, really well in the state of Florida uh, and in other states. Look, the fact is the president fundamentally changed the way uh, Republicans view the presidential map by winning states so many Republicans had lost in the past several election cycles. We expect to keep that map the way it was and maybe even expand, pull off uh, a couple of other victories like in, in, in Minnesota, for example, and, and also in uh, New Hampshire. So the fact is the president uh, has a record of of success now to run on, and and the first time around it was all about the promises he made. Now it's about the promises he kept. Whether it's protecting our seniors, making sure that the drug prices came down. Uh, I mean, you know, success after success. For for all Americans, regardless of race, religion, color, or creed, we had an economy like you'd never seen before. It's on its way back. The president rebuilt it once. He's doing it again. Um, peace deals. Uh, throughout the Middle East, no one thought possible um, trade deals that actually benefit American workers. I mean, this president got into office and didn't rest. He didn't he didn't forget all the people that got him there. In fact, there have been so many around this country who've been left behind for decades by politicians like Joe Biden. And the president said, we're not going to do that anymore. We're actually going to focus on American citizens and getting them back to work. And he's done it. So uh, if you like the first four years of peace and prosperity, you can have four more with Donald Trump. You know, uh, Hogan, typically Latinos here in the state of Florida and elsewhere have voted on the blue side of the equation. The Latino vote is certainly not homogenous. There are exceptions to the rule the Cuban Americans here uh, in the state of Florida. But I, I got to tell you, man, over the last month or two and, and working the job that I work in the media, I have been blown away by Latinos here in the state and how they are supporting this president are you seeing that in your polling right now? I can't quantify it, but but can you? Are you seeing that in your polling? And how important will the Latino vote be here in Florida? Very important. And yes, we are seeing it. I mean, look, the president outperformed most Republicans with the African-Americans and Latinos from the last election cycle. We've only expanded that base uh, at this point. Uh, that base of support is getting bigger uh, because the president's delivered on all these issues. I mean, in the African-American community, when you look at criminal justice reform, HBCU funding, um, opportunity zones, and the same thing applies to um the Latino community, safety and security in, in the communities, they love that and appreciate the president's stance on law and order. 
They like reasonable, rational, sane immigration policy. Uh, that's something uh, as well. And, and the economy is a big winner for both of those groups, too. And when I was just down in Florida, did the boat parades in Miami and Jupiter this past weekend, so many people from so many backgrounds came up to me and just said, this president's actually fighting for me. He's done things that have improved uh, our lives and, and that of my families. And, and, and you can't put a price tag on that. No, no, no amount of TV ads are going to buy your way into the White House. You have to have a record to run on. And President Trump had it right in the last debate. He said 47 months uh, and done more for the American people than Joe Biden's done in 47 years. Mm. Yeah. You know, Hogan, as a member of the media, I quite frankly have been appalled by the way the mainstream media, big tech, Facebook, Twitter uh, have totally basically shoved that New York Post story about Joe Biden and his son Hunter under the rug because it basically exposed the elder knowing about the son's entangled overseas business dealings, something that he's denied. Um, Their campaign, the Biden campaign, calls it Russian disinformation. They've had other things to say. Uh, and and I, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this in American media. Tell me about your feelings about, you know, what's going on in the media over the last week or so. Well, they've not denied it. The Biden campaign has not denied the authenticity of these emails. And it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, Joe Biden was given dominion to build relationships with two countries, Ukraine and China. Well, what do you know? Both those countries gave millions and millions of dollars in contracts to Joe Biden's son. Now, that's problematic for a myriad of reasons. But remember during the whole witch hunt Russian hoax, they said the president couldn't be president because he was compromised because of a deal he had with Russia. Well, it turns out he didn't have a deal with Russia. That was all proven to be a lie. But now we have emails saying that Joe Biden actually does have a relationship uh, with with China through his son and and with Ukraine through his son. That's compromising information right there. And the media didn't even ask the question. Mm. I mean, my goodness, they hauled up all the Trump kids to Congress to testify about this Russian hoax, this collusion nonsense. And now we have stone cold evidence of of some dealings with with Joe Biden in these other countries, even though he's been lying about it to the American people that he had no knowledge of it. And the media won't even ask the question. It's a corrupt company, Burisma is. It's a corrupt country, Ukraine. And when you're talking about China, it's communist and corrupt. Mm-hmm. And no one in the media even seems to care. Yeah. I mean, it's really dangerous. No, it is. It is. And like you said, nobody from the Biden campaign has denied that that was Hunter's laptop. It was his computer. Um, like I said, I, I've been in the media for over 30 years, Hogan. It's stunning to me. And what's even more stunning, I guess, and I guess nothing stuns me over the last four years of what President Trump has gone through. But the FBI gets the laptop. What did they do with the laptop? Because I get the feeling if if they had an Eric Trump or Donald Trump Jr. laptop and and there was something on there, we'd we'd hear about it right away from the the FBI. So what did the FBI do with the laptop? That's a great question, and one to which I do not know the answer. But I think it's something that the president needs to get to the bottom of. And look, the DNI came out and said, John Ratcliffe said, that this is not Russian disinformation. So that that's just a lie from Adam Schiff, but, you know, that's par for the course with uh, Shifty Schiff. But but as far as the laptop's concerned, what did the FBI do with it? And, and we already know at the high, you know, look, so many brave men and women in the FBI, the CIA, other places who do their job incredibly well every single day. But the question remains, 
um, you know, there are some at the top who've now worked against this president systematically. We now know that. Just think about if Donald Trump hadn't won. We wouldn't know the names of Peter Strzok and Lisa Page and Comey and Clapper and Brennan and, and all their group. But but uh, some folks at the top have some explaining to do here, and I think it's very serious. When they can target a campaign the way they did to Donald Trump, just think what they could do to you as an American citizen. And now we're finding out that that the FBI had possession of this laptop and didn't do anything with it. That's a serious, serious issue that we need to get to the bottom of. All right. So in essence, Hogan, uh, the president, uh, as as most of us know, he's got to beat the media. He's got to beat the Hollywood. He's got to beat social media. He's got to beat the deep state. The list goes on and on and on. Can this president, Hogan, can this president win this election? And what is going to have to happen on election night in order for him to pull this thing off? 100 percent he can win this election. We're in great trajectories in all the states that we won before and then even picking off a few more, as I mentioned. So we're doing really well right now. We have to have people get out and vote. It's all about turnout. We have a massive, massive political um, uh, apparatus here that really is the envy of the entire political universe. I mean, it's, we built something from the ground up with millions and millions of door knocks, uh, I think around 80, 85 million uh, voter contacts since coronavirus. Joe Biden doesn't have a, a fraction of that. So we're excited about where, where we are and where we're going to be on election night, uh, bringing this thing home for another four years. Because, you know, the people of this country, as they get closer and closer to actually voting, they take a look around and say, what, what, you know, what, what am I getting here? What, what did I see from this president? And now we know from Gallup polling that a majority of Americans think they're better off now than they were four years ago. And Joe Biden found that information out and said, well, I guess I should vote for the president then. You're, you're exactly right. Now, I'll take your concession right now. But the president's going to do a great job uh, for the next four years, just like he did for the last four. And we're in really good shape to bring this thing home for the last two weeks. Final question. We'll let you go, Hogan. I think we all know for a Republican to win the White House, that person is going to have to thread a needle, right? Because you have California and Illinois and New York, most of New England, Oregon, Washington, uh, going blue. So what's going on in places like Arizona and Georgia, even Texas to a certain extent, where typical red states are, are kind of turning purple here? What's going on in states like that? Well, look, I, I think there's a lot at play here. And, and when you have an onslaught of the media with 95 percent negative coverage, of course, attacking this president, regardless of all the success he's had for the American people, uh, that's still a problem. But the president, of course, is going into Arizona. Of course, he's going into Georgia. Of course, he's going to Michigan and Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, because we know we won those states last time. And if we win them again, he's going to be the president again. So it's a, it's a pretty simple math, pretty simple calculus. And when you see a majority of these states getting an influx of reporter or excuse me of Republican votes uh, being registered as opposed to Democrats. That's great news for us. And it looks like people are excited. They're enthusiastic. They can't wait to get out and vote for this man because while they don't necessarily like every tweet or they don't necessarily like everything the president says, his actions have improved their lives. What he's put in place with policy really went to to make so many people's lives better in this country. And that's what it's about. Can you deliver on your promises? And, and we ran on the promises made in 2016. Now we're running on the promises kept. And I think the American people are going to appreciate it. Well, early voting is underway here in the state of Florida. It should be a very interesting two weeks. Hogan Gidley, thank you so much for your time and good luck. Absolutely. Have a great day. Thanks so much. And again, much appreciation to the press secretary of the Trump presidential reelection campaign, Hogan Gidley, for joining me today on the Inez Says podcast here in the WDBO app. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.